what else can you offer your guests other than just a place to stay? In this episode, I talk to Gabriel Wall of the award-winning Wall Eden Farm Holidays. He shares how he grew the family business and diversified into several different markets with different guest offerings, all at his log cabins. Before we jump into the show, if you're a property manager and you're looking to grow your business, then being more visible is the definite way to go. I'm running a free workshop on how to get visible and get customers on Wednesday, the 21st of February. So click the link in the show notes for more information and to register. Now let's head into the episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of Grow Your Holiday Let Business with me, Jane Mack. And today I am joined by Gabriel Wall, who's the owner of Wall Eden Farm Holidays. So Gabriel, welcome to the show. It's lovely to have you here today. Hi there, Jane, and thank you for having me on your show. I'm looking forward to speaking to your audience. Great. So most of my guests, as most people will know, my guests come through people I have met at industry events or people I've mm-hmm. connected with through other people in the industry, or maybe I've connected with people online just because we're in the same industry. But Gabriel, you and I met at my friend's house on New Year's Eve at a party. So that's a bit different, but actually really, really nice because I've never had somebody, a guest to my show where we've met like that. And that night, obviously, we chatted straight away, realised we were in the same industry. And I knew straight away, you'd be a great guest to come on the show and have a chat. So you just never know who you'll meet in a night out. That's right. That's (laughs) a great compliment. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) So, Gabriel, let's just jump into it. So you've got... uh, Wall Eden Farm Holidays, and I know that that's not what you've always done. So can you give us a little bit of a background on you and how you've got into setting up a log cabin holiday park? Okay, so I think one of the key things that I've realised through uh, the 24, 25 years of the development of the holiday park is that I've bought into the theme of the holiday park all of my hobbies and interests. So I was a carpenter when I was much younger, and I also enjoyed fishing and archery and sort of boy things, if you like. And that sort of theme has continued to be at the centre of the, the business, really. Bringing what's passionate to me into my business so that I'm continually enjoying the whole process. Yeah. I think that's really important, your passion, because if you haven't got a passion for it, it's very hard to enjoy it and it's very hard to push it forward and to take it forward. So uh, tell us about what activities do you do with your guests then? I know you've got some qualifications and different outdoor activities. So what can you offer people? So we have uh, a number of offerings here and um, axe throwing, archery, canoeing, paddle boarding, um, kayaking is some of the offerings you've got the yeah the rifle shooting so, so gabriel you've got these great outdoor activities so where exactly are you that you can you're able to to bring these into the the guest experience so geographically we are based just about 35 minutes south of bristol in the southwest in the county of somerset and uh, we are just off of the m5 corridor so geographically that puts us in a very good position for people to reach us and uh, not only can they reach us but they can also go out for, for day visits to places like Glastonbury, Wells and uh, Cheddar Gorge and also the seaside town of Burnham-on-Sea or Western Supermare. So geographically 
your location is pretty important, as is my business. Yeah. And I know that when we last spoke, because we did have a non-alcohol fueled conversation after New Year, just to remind ourselves again <laughs> about about what you did and, and what I what I do. Um, and you were showing me actually the there's a is, a is that a river that runs along the side of where your cabins are? Yes, there is. So uh, the River Brew is the river that runs from Burnham on Sea all the way through to Glastonbury, and um, yeah. that's the river that we use to carry out the kayaking and the paddleboarding and it has Brilliant. a number of amazing attractions uh, it's wildlife we have kingfishers we have otters and other wildlife that guests come back and report to us and they're highly excited that they've seen this amazing yeah. uh, piece of nature lovely and it's really nice actually the fact that you have that on your doorstep and you can really utilize it with those different activities and bring your passion into it so it's like having an all-in-one um you know service offering there that you love to do guests love and it's all just on the doorstep which is always really really good mm-hmm. um and i know gabriel a lot of the cabins are accessible cabins and this comes obviously as a bit of a passion of yours so john just tell us a bit about why you've offered these accessible cabins and why it's important so, um, 25 years ago, I started to build my own log cabins using my skills as a, as a carpenter. I was a carpenter for many, many years, as I've said. And my involvement with Headway, the brain injury charity, um, gave me an insight into a need, a, a market, and people who I felt that I wanted to support. And I was able to build the log cabins with walk-in shower rooms and provide profiling beds and lifts and voice. So it became a very niche offering. It didn't turn out quite the way I first envisaged it because what it actually meant to people who needed those facilities is that even though there might only be, for argument's sake, only one wheelchair user in a family group, it meant the whole family of maybe 30 or 40 people could come away together. So there was a, a hidden benefit there from creating uh, this accessible option. Yeah, and I think it's really important now because there's so many people who, you know, there are disabilities out there and it shouldn't limit people to holidays, but it can be really difficult to find accommodation that suits their so their needs and especially if you're coming away as a large family and like you say there's only one person who maybe needs that different accessibility option to be quite hard to get enough accommodation that that fits that um and i love the fact that you've taken it from a personal point of view from your own personal experience Mm -hmm. to then actually implement that into your business and to me that can be it really brings a personal side to it as well doesn't it oh it does it does it's not you know It's not just a case of you saying, oh, I think we need to do accessible cabins. It's come from a personal point of view where you've realised this is important. This is what I, you know, I'd experience. This is what I know people need. And I think that comes through even more than when you are providing this experience for guests and when you're putting these cabins together, because it's, you know, it means really something to you as well. Um, And I know you said about previously, you've talked about different charities that use your cabins. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That's right. So historically, um, there was a lady called Jane Sowerby who ran a charity called Access Adventures. Now, Jane is a a lovely, lovely person who organized holidays for people with spinal injuries. And 
they were able to come to our accessible site and use the canoes, the kayaks, do the archery, sit around a fire pit, do anything anyone else would expect to do. And mm-hmm. um, Jane's since gone on to purchase her own holiday venue, so she doesn't use us mm-hmm. anymore, unfortunately. But it's part of the success story of meeting people and learning about other people's lives. And I suppose now to say that organizations and charities like Blesma, Blesma is the Army's limb loss charity. They use us Mm -hmm. frequently throughout the year. And we look forward to every time they come and stay and use us. It becomes more of a a personal thing, becomes more of a a connection and a a bit of a family connection, really. We, We just look out for their organization and they work extremely well with us to make sure it, their their stay runs smoothly yeah and certainly for for that charity it, it's really important to have somebody that they can trust on somebody that they have got that relationship with that they know that the people who are going to stay with you are going to be well looked after they're going to have all the needs that they you know their needs attended to and the fact that they keep coming back to you time and time again does speak volumes about the service you provide and how accessible those cabins are to, the, to everyone. And I think which is a fantastic way to go. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I know certainly when we first spoke at New Year, you and I talked a lot about guest relationships and how important mm-hmm. those were, because that's something that's really a passion of mine is building those really strong relationships with your guests. And, yeah. and obviously this shines through in the fact that you've created this really good relationship with this charity because they come back again and again. So with looking at your guest relationships, just your everyday guests, how do you build on those relationships? Okay, so from the moment that an inquiry is made with us, then ideally we'll pick the phone up to speak to that person and find out exactly what their needs are and what their expectations are. Some of our guests arrive as a couple or some of our guests are families or multiple family members. Some of our guests are um, businesses who are doing corporate team building. And by talking to them and placing them in the ideal accommodation, we have 17 different styles of accommodation here. So putting them in the right style of accommodation means they'll get the the best accommodation for them. Absolutely. And it's just been able to have that conversation as well. It's that personal side that, you know, a lot of big companies, Absolutely. they can't offer that. You know, they, they don't know the individual properties well enough to know what's going to be suitable. And that's always, I think, which is a huge advantage to smaller independent um, accommodation providers. Yeah, we've got that. Yeah. We've kind of got that that benefit against the big ones as well. Um, and I know you do things that you, you, you speak to them before yeah. arrival and things like that as well. So all those will, will certainly add to the, the benefits that you bring to those relationships. Can I share a little story? Yeah, please do share a story. And when you start talking to people, you realise how you can help them. You can mm-hmm. add value to what you're doing for yourself, but you're also adding value to to their stay. And when someone came in last year, and I was talking about meditation, yoga, sound healing, open water swimming, stuff that's really passionate to me personally and uh, I, I thought nothing of it for a year and then suddenly a, a company 
which has an ethical background, phoned me up and said, oh, my employee mentioned your base. You came to do some kayaking. And it, it seems as though Wall and Farms ethics and morals fit nicely with this quite large corporate company's ethics. And on that basis, they booked with us. And I ended up doing some yoga and some sound healing with them as, as a corporate company. So we were able to use that information and provide a fun and entertaining and enjoyable event. And um, that to me is how you connect and the benefits of connecting. 100% Gabriel and I love that you know that's been from you having a conversation with a guest to down the line here's somebody contacting you to say having spoken to somebody you've been referred and that's a big thing I always talk to people about when you build relationships with people those relationships lead to referrals you know and repeat guests exactly you know? and that's exactly, exactly what that, that's exactly what's happened here you spoke to your guests you find out about them and listen to them and that is so so important because that's how I brought you another aspect of your business because I know you're talking now about the wellness retreats that you're doing as well. That's right yeah so we're growing we're developing we are realizing that offering yoga retreats sound healing workshops to people it's not about the accommodation it's not about the weekend away it's about the activity and the experience they can have during that time away. And one of the trips I organized last year was really quite um, incredible. We set off from Walleden Farm here and we paddled our canoes up the river for about an hour. And then we climbed up onto the bank. I took some gongs with me and some yoga equipment and we set up a fire pit and we had a some food with a big pot of vegetarian food going there and as people went to sleep we did a gong bath we put people to sleep mm -hmm. uh well that sounds a bit wrong but when people <laughs> went to sleep <laughs> under the sound of gongs mm -hmm. and breath work and mm -hmm. and yoga and at sunrise at 5 30 a.m which oh. sounds a little bit early they also woke to some gong bars and yoga before heading back down the river to Warleden Farm and a cup of tea and a bacon sandwich. So that sort of short snap it offering was an experience that people really, really enjoyed. And that is the basis of what Warleden Farm or Little Eden, as I'm going to be calling it, uh -huh. is going to be offering people in the future. Retreat workshops, working with yoga instructors, people that are experts in breath work and, mm -hmm. and sound healing Wonderful. and uh, trauma release if that's not a bit too sort of deep to mention uh -huh. is all part of what will happen on these on these retreats yeah that sounds absolutely idyllic and I you know waking up at 5 30 for the sunrise to me that's never too early to wake up early for to see something like that <laughs> but it's it's about that experience isn't it that's what people get it is that's why people go mm. away so much now. It's for the experience. It's not always the accommodation. Yes, you need the accommodation to exactly. suit, suit your needs as well. But it's having that experience of actually being away. Because then, you, you know, the likes of that, people who are looking for that wellness retreat are going to come back refreshed, relaxed, rejuvenated. That's the purpose of it. And you can provide that. And, 
you know, I if you, you've got so much in your story of what you've brought to experiences to people from the army charities, what you can offer them for their needs, through to wellness retreats, and there's so much there, and every part of it comes from a passion of yours, and to me that is so so important, um, and it just shows where Absolutely. passion grows a business, doesn't it? It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that you have won some awards, which sounds like you absolutely should do for what you're offering out there. So tell us a bit about your awards you've won. So in the early days, we had a Millennium Award. So I was just about starting the business in the year 2000 and ended up with a Millennium Award, which was my first award. And then in 2009, 2010, I was presented by England Captain Will Carling. He presented me with a an award for the Learning Skills Council for Somerset and for the southwest of England for helping people with their learning needs. Mm-hmm. So uh, something that I didn't mention earlier is uh, schools attend here and they bring children along who need additional support. And mm-hmm. that is what led to the award in 2009-2010. And the awards of kept coming um, in 2023. My son by then had been managing the business here for nine years and he applied for the county award for Somerset, Bristol and Bath for holiday park of the year and the team drove up to Bristol including my dad who's 81 years old to receive an award and we walked away with Somerset's Holiday Park of the Year Gold Award. Fantastic. Oh, well done. And I'm quite sure that there'll be more awards to come as uh, as the business continues to grow and, and continues to thrive as well. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny because quite often a self-catering accommodation does focus on, you know, just a particular niche of somebody that comes or maybe it can accommodate all guests but I love how you've kind of diversified into these little different areas you know you've just mentioned there about schools coming as well so that's another area where you've managed to build a relationship with people to offer Mm -hmm. another experience there for for a a different completely different market so it just goes to show that with accommodation there's so many markets that you can feed if it's the right thing for you obviously and obviously for you it is because these all come from your own passions as well they do come from my own passions, and you're exactly right. And one of the words that was used a few years ago to describe that was profiling mm-hmm. and profiling your customer to understand who they were. Were they couples? Were they families? Were they people with accessibility needs? Um, were they corporate groups? And that's important to our viewers here and that if they can understand who their uh, customers are mm-hmm. um, by profiling them I don't particularly like that term because it sounds mm-hmm. a bit clinical <laughs> but you will find the best fit for you your customer in your business yeah yeah because like everyone talks today about your ideal client what is their profile of the ideal client who is it that should be coming to you so yeah, um, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. funny because probably when you set out to do this you would have never envisaged having schools coming, charities coming, wellness retreats. So it really has grown, but it's grown based on the people you've spoken to. It's grown based on your personal experiences, things you're passionate about. Yes. And that's that's what I love about it, that it has, you know, it gives so much to so many different types of people. 
which I think is fantastic. And all of it's na very natural to you because it's, it's actually just coming from you. So none of it's, we need to do this because everyone else is doing it and this is what the market wants. It's coming from you individually. And I think that was what makes exactly. a huge, huge difference in it yeah. when it's uh, coming personally as well. So Gabriel, can exactly you, you know, if there's a, if there's people out there who are thinking about, you know, starting up log cabins or even just thinking about what different things they can do with their, with their, you know, their accommodation business, what three top tips could you give people starting out in this? I, I, I think growing a business and come up with the idea of offering accommodation, many, many people have asked me over the years how I, I did this. And I think you have to see an opportunity when it arises and throw some caution to the wind and go for it. Um, otherwise, you will never even get off the ground. Um, got a little list here of stuff that I've written down because I was prompted to come up with some ideas. Do think, sh share me, with us. About, mm -hmm. Share with you. Um, it's about well knowing your customer, who your customer is and profiling. So that would be my, my number four mm -hmm. tip. And as you're growing the business, you're going to need people around you that basically have your best interests at heart. And often when I say that to people, they realize that there's some shaping of their relationships that they need to do to make sure that they have the right team, the right people around them. And that obviously extends to home and life as well mm -hmm. as work. But having those people around you that have your best interests at heart mm -hmm. will improve the quality of the business and also your life. And go beyond other people's expectations, go above and beyond, so that people always are pleasantly surprised about what you're offering them. And also play to your strengths. Now, I have certain strengths. I'm quite strategic in my planning and the way I function and work in business. And my son, who I work with as a manager, he's very operational. So um, I'm quite good at developing and seeing opportunities and being spontaneous. My son is more focused on the day-to-day -day operations and he does more detail. So mm -hmm. try and find out what your strengths are and that will serve you well in yeah. the future. Definitely. Playing to your strengths is a huge one because we've all got areas that we're so strong in and that's where you want to put your focus in. There's things that we're not so strong in, but that's where other people can come in to help. You know, we're not meant to do this exactly. alone, are we? Use other people. If it, exactly. You know, because I know for some people it's, for example, oh, the marketing, the social media, well, you get help from somebody else. If that's a pet you really struggle with, you focus on what you're good at and, you know, whichever direction it is in the business, but get somebody else to help because that's where you will you'll push the business forward Um, when you get that support there yeah. as well. And, you know, I love what you say about, you know, the going above and beyond your expectations that really does show you know people really appreciate and they get that wow factor don't they when they realize i didn't expect this they, did, I didn't, they didn't yeah. need to do it but that's amazing this is what you've done and and it just shows you've obviously have gone over and beyond many expectations because you've continued to create the business in different areas because of the things you've been doing with guests and conversations you've been having and obviously mm -hmm. the service you've provided, which is fantastic. Um, and, you know, what, what's the future holding for, for Wally and Farm Holidays at the moment? What's the future holding? Wow, that's a big question. Um, so we are looking to connect more with our customers, really, really spending more time speaking to them on a, on a personal level mm -hmm. and not just having bookings coming through um, 
different platforms and going out and about and meeting people and talking and that will create the sort of business I want to build one yeah. there people know me by name and by face when mm-hmm. they they turn up here uh, yeah. with their family or with their businesses that um, they can relate to me and mm-hmm. the rest of the team here yeah and and enjoy the whole experience yeah i think that's so important to you that continue to build relationships and that visibility piece of getting out there and talking to people um two things that are very that's passionate it. of mine relationships and visibility because it all plays an absolute huge part in foundations of a business and mm-hmm. growing it and taking it further so uh, yeah, yes we have, yeah. we have very much in common with our values so we do gabriel so <laughs> i think we could <laughs> forever talk about different relationships and, and yeah. the importance of them um so gabriel, yes Sorry, go ahead there. So, um, I just wonder. I mean, my my strengths are sort of developing uh, a business from the ground up, mm-hmm. and I realised that there was a transition point where my son's skills were more appropriate for running the business from day to day. And I'm just wondering, Jane, if in the future you would be interested in having my son on your show to see what he has to say about running the business absolutely (laughs) hopefully wouldn't say anything that contradicts what i said i hope (laughs) if he does i'll just cut it out it's fine (laughs) no no absolutely and that's the thing gabriel it's like you know we met at my friend's house you know on a a party night you've come on the show to talk about the business and now you're able to say look actually my son would be good from a different perspective and all that's good and absolutely and this is what I love about you know meeting people in the industry and doing the podcast because you meet different people throughout it who then recommend other people who would actually be give another perspective and another area which can help other people out there listening so absolutely would love to have your son on the show and we can arrange that after this I can yeah it'd be really good because I think the more information and education and, you know, skills we, we can give to people out there in the business to help grow their businesses, then that's what it's all about. So it's great just to hear from yeah. anyone who's yeah. been there and done yeah. it or is doing it and has a really strong, a really, you know, really strong strength in it. So absolutely, mm-hmm. let's let, let's get him on and have a chat and yeah. uh, we'll make sure he doesn't say anything contradictive to you at all. <laughs> I don't think he does. <laughs> there I, is, um... I think being a family business, Gabriel, he probably, I'd say you've got very strong values and ethics together. So um, I think that would be fine. <laughs> sure, sure. I just uh, wanted to mention, Jane, if I could, there's, you know, there are, there are some struggles and there are some disappointments, etc. And we can put those to the side when we're successful. And it has taken a long time to create this successful business. But this week, I find myself speaking to you and enjoying the experience of sharing, talking about the, the tourism industry and holidays. And we're also, this week, we are in, as a three generation family business we are in the somerset life magazine so becoming more customer focused allowing people to be more aware of our business and our background Mm -hmm. is something that is quite humbling and very enjoyable something i'm extremely proud of so um i'm wanting to in the future share a copy of that magazine with you Oh, please do. I would love a copy. Do, do. Send me a copy. I will absolutely be delighted. And I'll share it out in social media because that's what it's about, isn't it? Sharing other people's celebrations, selling other people's successes. And I think that's really important to do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, um, you know, I think you're right what you said. There There are struggles out there. This is not an easy business 
to get a to get off the ground sometimes but to keep it growing and keep it going um and i think you're very wise to mention that because you know too often we just hear the good stuff but there is there are the downsides of what we do in, in terms of the you know, holiday letting industry there's challenges and there's struggles um but as well you know you've shown that although you say it's taken years to get to you've shown all the different areas you've gone into the possibilities that are there and i think that's really good for people to realize that it's it doesn't all end when you have a bad day you know there's the ups and no, you can move forward right. from it and you can you know, diversify into different areas there's so many opportunities um and i think that's really that's important right. for people to know about as well so mm-hmm. that's fantastic and um, gabriel if anyone wants to have a look at your log cabins where's the best place to to find them okay so online you can see our telephone number there as well so www.walledenfarm.co.uk um we also do facebook and again give us a call there's people in the office ready to answer any queries or um inquiries so yeah please give us a call Perfect. Well, I'll pop all that in the show notes as well for you. So, Gabriel, thank you so thank much you. for coming onto the show today. To thank talk you, James. To us. It's been lovely. And I can't believe it was only, you know, less than two months ago we first met. And here we are. You've been on the podcast now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jane. It's You're a very welcome. Thank you. And for anyone listening today, thank you. thank you so much to listening to the episode. And I really hope you've enjoyed it. And if you like what you heard, then do leave us a review and let other people know what you think, because they could really benefit from that as well. And if you get any questions, then you can just send me an email to jane at janemacconsulting.com. So now's your time to go and grow your holiday let business.